0: Life is back on sports betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800 79 betus. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125. Wake up,
1: Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock, right?
0: It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 The Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal star's
1: Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good.
0: This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Friday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break. Fun show so far. As you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. We'll be joined by Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports next segment. But there is not just football this weekend, Sip. There is also basketball. Colorado exhibition game with Nebraska on Sunday, 11 a.m. at PBA. We are joined now by a very special guest, assistant for Nebraska basketball. That is Doc Sadler, good morning, Doc. Thank you for joining us. The season started on Wednesday against Peru State in a 97-58 win for Nebraska. I want to ask you some positives, Doc. What were you happy about after that game, the exhibition on Wednesday against Peru State?
2: Well, first, uh, Jake, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it, you and Sip. Uh, But, yeah, it's always exciting, the first game. Uh, The things that, uh, you know, you go from uh, end of March of last year till this season, uh, trying to figure out the things that you need to be good at to have a good basketball team. And uh, knowing that this year that hopefully you'll have uh, some, some fans at home to help you win some close ball games. But uh, at the same time, you spend a lot of time trying to to make sure that uh, you're ready for the things that uh, you want to be ready for. And, Mm -hmm. That's one thing about, uh, you know, the way the rules have changed the last few years in that you actually get uh, a full team practice, if you would like, uh, starting back in June. Okay. So we've gone from June to July, and, uh, you know, to work on a lot of different things. And uh, hopefully uh, one of the areas that uh, that we've spent a lot of time on, and you hear Coach Holberg talking about reinforcement, Uh, rim finishes Mm -hmm. Uh, you know uh, we get a lot of shots at the rim Uh, last year we were not a good team that finished there Uh, free throws was another area and then obviously any team uh, that coach teaches and coaches is uh, one that wants to be a good uh, shooting basketball team so uh, everything with the basketball is usually included with coach and uh, hopefully uh, we've gotten better in those areas
1: okay Doc The other night, you beat Peru State easily, almost by 40 points. Um, But there was, you know, I'm sure there was issues in that game you guys looked at. What did you come back to practice? When you came back to practice, what was the focus after that Peru State game? Let's put it that way.
2: Well, tomorrow will be – well, not tomorrow, today. We uh, didn't practice yesterday. Uh, But uh, the one area, to be honest with you, that we were really, really pleased with was our turnovers. Uh, Oh, yeah. And, and making sure that we took care of the basketball because that's been an area of concern. Uh, that's been an area of concern throughout this fall practice. But more than anything, probably the one area that we've got to get more consistent with and we've got to get better with is guarding the basketball one on one. You know, we play a switch in defense, uh, but, uh, you know, the switching should be because of. Uh, because of two players coming together when the ball's involved, it shouldn't be because, uh, you're, you're beat off the dribble. And, uh, we didn't do a good job of, uh, one on one defense and the other areas, uh, you know, that we have to get better at. And, and that's going to be a point of emphasis today, uh, just like it has been, but more so, uh, is our, our defensive rebounding. Okay. We did, uh, you know, we did not do a good job in that area, and we did not do a good job with the one-on-one containment. But offensively, I think uh, you know when you score ninety-seven points, you got to be pretty pleased with uh, with a lot of things on that end.
1: Joined by Doc Sadler, assistant coach to Fred Hoiberg for the Nebraska men's basketball team. Doc, you're obviously you're specialized in defense. Who are your best on-the-ball defenders on that roster?
2: Well, it, it always starts, as you know, Sip, with uh, with the point guard. Uh, you're only going to be as good as that person uh, containing the basketball. And I think uh, you know Trey McGowan's could be, if not uh, the best uh, on the ball defender, uh, if he will just clean up some some little things. You know, of getting anxious and, and maybe. He gets a little too aggressive, but he could be as good a defender on the ball as, as as there is in this league okay uh but then the other player that uh that has to be good is Alonzo Verge, but once again, everybody in our defense is involved with guarding the basketball because we do switch uh-huh. and uh so uh although the initial sets and the things like that; those two guys are going to be very, very important. But for our defense to be good, everybody needs to be a good on-the-ball defender. Okay.
0: Talk by Doc Sandler. Doc, I'm curious. In, in the years so far with with Fred Hoiberg now in his third year, Nebraska has not been, I would say, a great rebounding basketball team. H- how do you become one? Is that is that possible with this with this scheme? I guess. How do you become a better rebounding basketball team?
2: It's just something that you work on. Obviously, we're not going to be a big team, but that doesn't mean that uh, that doesn't mean that we can't be a good rebounding team. Uh, You know, it just has to be an emphasis. It's got to be something as as the fans here talk about in in special teams and and football. This is kind of a special Hmm. teams in basketball. Uh, You know, your transition defense and your and your defensive rebounder are two things that. You would call special teams, and it doesn't do any good uh, to go out there and, and work your tail off and be a good defensive team, but once the shot's shot, you don't finish the play. So that's just, a, that's just an area that you're going to have to work on each and every day, and you've got to have a commitment out of your players to carry it over You know, uh, as a coach. You can make them do it while you're while you're coaching them in a drill or things like that. But it's once the play becomes live and you're not stopping in each and every possession, uh, that's when they got to take over and hopefully the the habits will kick in.
1: Doc, when people ask you about Fred's offensive mind and how good it is, and I know you, I know you're a big fan of Fred um, and the way he coaches offensive basketball. What do you tell them? Like, what is the how bright is Fred that way?
2: Well, uh sometimes to the point that uh mm. you know, it could be it could be also negative. I mean, he's as offensive minded and offensive uh his is his imagination's as good as there is in, in, in all of basketball. Mm. I mean, you know, that's what's allowed him to coach at the very highest level. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh probably You know, as a shooter, Mm -hmm. uh, if you're a player, uh, you know, he's going to get you in positions to take good shots. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get you, uh, when you get in those positions, he's going to allow you to shoot it. You know, uh, there's some coaches that, you know, that are Hall of Fame coaches that I've worked for that, you know, for the first 15, 20 seconds, they didn't want to get a shot. Well, Fred's just the opposite. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if, he, uh, if you're open and you've proven to him that you can shoot the basketball, he's going to allow you to shoot the basketball, and so that frees up a shooter's mind mm-hmm. uh, to where he's not having to look over to the side and say, "Wow, is that a good or a bad shot?" Not just because I made or missed it; uh, it's just because you know that's what coaches giving you the confidence to do. But uh, Fred is. Uh, He is uh, an amazing person, first of all, but uh, as an offensive coach and as a basketball coach in general, uh, I mean, everybody just talks about his offense, but uh, his basketball mind's off the chart, and uh, he's, uh, you know, you go to practice each and every day, it's my 40th year to do this, and you learn stuff from him each and every day, which makes it fun.
0: Joined by Doc Sadler with Nebraska Ball. Uh, Doc, I'm curious. There's a lot of newcomers on this team this year, but there's a guy that you know, obviously came from Arizona State, Alonzo Verge, who has high expectations this year. We saw him put 20 points up against Peru State on Wednesday. Can you just tell us what he provides this team that, that maybe wasn't here last year? What What is he like in practice, and why does he? Why does it seem like his ceiling is so high with this program?
2: Well, Zoe, uh, first of all, is uh, you know, a basketball person. I mean, his dad was a great player in Chicago. Mm. I remember recruiting his dad way back. Mm. Uh, But at the same time, he grew up with a mother that was in a basketball family. So his IQ in basketball is extremely high. And he's had the fortune to play for some great coaches in high school. And then uh, he played for a guy named Pat Smith in junior college. You know, he's a Hall of Fame coach in junior college. And uh, then he went on out to Arizona State. So he's been around He's been around good coaching. That's he's been made to uh, be disciplined on the court, uh, but he has a he has you know a, a, an extra gear about him that allows him to maybe separate from most college players. And uh, you know he's not afraid to pass the basketball first, but he also has the ability to to to, to finish plays. So you have got to guard him in all areas on the offensive end. I mean, uh, his pace is great. His uh, IQ is unbelievable, and even though he may uh, shoot, shoot a little set shot, as you saw on uh, mm-hmm. you know the other night, uh, mm-hmm. he can make the basket. So he's a good player, fun to be around. Uh, he's really fun to be around. Great kid. Uh, I've I've had a really uh, I've really enjoyed him. The short time he's been here,
1: Bryce McGowan's Doc. That's the you know a guy everybody's talking about. They all want to see him. You know, there's a lot – there's quite a – you know, he's a five-star kid. There's a lot of expectations. What are the challenges a guy like Bryce McGowan's faces coming into a program in the Big Ten?
2: Probably the expectations. Yeah. Uh, I think the expectations that's been on Bryce is, is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even fair to him. Mm. Uh, and if he, if he didn't have such a strong family, uh, you know, support system, Uh, I could see that he would have maybe gone a different way. But because he has such a strong family support with his mom and dad, Mm -hmm. Trey being here, uh, you know, uh, just a phenomenal kid. Uh, And I ain't talking about a good kid. I'm talking about a phenomenal kid. uh, That's kept them expectations maybe in check a little bit. But it's going to take him time. Uh, I think people that think that uh, uh, you know a player like himself is going to come in this league and all of a sudden you know be a 15 point scorer—they're nuts. It's not going to happen. Hmm. Uh, he's going to be a good player. Mm-hmm. He's going to you know for us to be good, he's got to—he's got to you know get get better each and every game. But uh, you know uh, if, if you know the other night he he played he played well, but he only scored four points uh, you know, uh, he can shoot the basketball, but the other night, he, you know, just, it went around the rim three or four times. You don't, you don't judge his, his, uh, his game at the end of it by how many, by how many points he scored. Now he does have to rebound the basketball. I mean, he didn't get any rebounds, but that's, uh, you know, that's just becoming more aggressive than he will, but he's going to be a fun player to watch, but, you know, again, uh, those stars are given out by people like, you know, you guys. Oh, come on, don't, no. that, <laughs> Stop, stop, <that> Doc. <don't, laughs> well, and I don't mean that necessarily bad. Yeah. You're watching one player, right. uh, and, and, and what's the five stars based on? Is it based on their potential? Okay, if it's based on their potential, that <laughs> means that they've still got room to grow. And, and that that would be what I would say Bryce is. I mean, he's a great looking, six six, athletic, uh, can shoot the basketball. His potential's there, and I think that's what most stars are based on. I don't think they're based on your first game as a college player. Uh, and so, just give him time. He's going to be a nice player.
0: Join okay. my Doc Sandler. Doc, another guy with a lot of, uh, I guess, hype behind him. Not as much as Bryce, but still a guy that was out there. Uh, Wilhelm Breidenbach, the true freshman there, um, you know, again, pretty impressive kid. We saw in the, in the opener, uh, uh, the opening night on October first, looked good there. Looked pretty good against Peru State. What's his ceiling, Doc? You, know, how good a player can he be? And, and what have you seen so far from him since you've been coaching him in Lincoln? Well, once
2: again, he's one of those players. He's one of those players that's just going to get better and better. I mean, he's already put on probably, you know, uh, good weight, not bad weight. Uh, he's put on probably 20 pounds, if not a little bit more. I mean, our, our strength coach, uh, coach Kurt's done phenomenal job with him, but basically because he wants to, to gain strength and he puts in the time and the effort, uh, and that's what's going to allow him. I mean, you, you guys know this league. I mean, the Big Ten, you know, the, the leagues that are out there, they're all different. Uh, the reputation of the Big Ten is, is big, strong, mm-hmm. inside guys, uh, you know, experienced. Well, those are the things that he doesn't have right now. He doesn't, He doesn't. The strength's not there yet. The experience isn't there. He's a freshman, not playing against fifth-year guys. But... Uh, the thing that's uh, so encouraging about him is that uh, he does not waste a day in anything he does. Uh, mm. If he's in class, he's trying to become you know uh, a better student. Uh, if he's uh, on the basketball court, he's working to become the best he can be and uh, he can shoot the basketball so that's a positive being in Fred's uh, in Fred's system. He, he can handle the basketball. Uh, he's brought the ball up to court in practice against Trey McGowns before. I mean, he can really do some things at that size that we haven't had. And uh, just like with Bryce, uh, he's going to get better and better and better. Uh, but to expect him to come out Sunday and be the best player on the floor with he and Bryce mm-hmm. is not fair to him. But right. at the end of the year, uh, you're going to see that uh, you know the improvement that these guys uh these guys have
0: all right doc, doc wonderful stuff thank you for the yeah. insight and we will chat with you again down the road
2: you guys have fun and appreciate the invitation and uh, look toward to vis look towards visiting with you again all right we'll all right. do it Take again care. doc yeah, we'll, we'll do it do again, it again. Doc thank doc. Sally, you, doc.
0: assistant for nebraska basketball well, that was interesting Life is back on sports betters, and BetUS has your NBA, NHL, UFC, PGA, and, yes, NFL betting lines up for their 27th year and live betting and all of it. Log in to BETUS.com or call 800-792-3887. That's 800 792 betus. BetUS for 125% bonuses with promo code EB125. Customer service pros are ready to get your phone, social, and online sports betting kickoff started now. Play with the proven mainstay in the industry, BetUS. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com with promo code EB125.
1: That was really interesting.
0: Yeah, it's always good to hear from Doc. I mean, yeah, like I said, a very popular man in this state.
1: Don't yeah, don't put too much on Bryce McGowan's. That was one definite message out of that, right? <laughs> well, it, it,
0: yes, and and here's just don't just don't expect. But I mean, here's just the don't go why, out overboard with it. This is why that's so hard for this fan base because you we're not used to that type of player coming in with those expectations put on him nationally. Even I mean, you're, you're, it's not just Nebraska. Sip. you're seeing. NBA draft projections putting him in the first round. So then then you see that. Of course, your fan base says, "Oh my gosh, we've got a first round pick!" Right? Like this is not this is not all Nebraska fans' fault. It is you're right. These experts out there putting mock drafts saying he's a a first round pick, and so fans get excited, saying, "Oh my
1: gosh!" I hear you. So that's I I think it's more. No, that's legit. That's that's more to
0: blame for any sort of over the top buzz for Bryce, more than him just being
1: a five-star coming in. Mm-hmm. And it's always interesting, too, to listen to Doc talk about Fred's offensive coaching acumen, which is off the charts. But what what uh, Doc emphasizes, he's not just an offensive coach. Now, the, the what we didn't ask Doc, but and I didn't ask him because I know the answer. Um, I would have kind of been interested to hear what he said. As good as Fred is, I mean, he's a system, his system's excellent. But Fred was an incredible shooter, but it hasn't translated at the free throw line Fred. in Nebraska. It's, me- yeah. it's sort of mesmerizing. And I'm telling you what that is, Jake. Fred was a great free throw shooter and Fred's a great shooter overall in part because Fred is mentally tough. Mm-hmm. Fred's very like when you, I don't know Fred, I don't, but I've been around him enough in media settings and watched him enough to know he's a tough dude. I mean, Fred is a, do with Fred no he's a competitor but free throw shooting is mental toughness Jake that's what it is if you're if you're not a good free throw shooter and you're a great athlete it's it's a mental thing
0: I well, mean how, how do you build mental toughness well, with your team I, I mean because that, that's got to be on your coach at some point right I, I kind of it's a tough it's, question. On, a, it's on a player to, to do question. himself but it, it's if it's a problem throughout the whole team then that's yeah, you want to do that. Yeah, done. what is the deal? <laughs> right. Because you have a coach that yeah was was excellent in college and NBA as a free throw shooter. Right. Why is that not?
1: But see, it's like a kicker though. I mean, mm. like when a, when Mason Crosby misses three field yep. goals in a game, you don't say, Matt LaFleur, what are you doing? No, it's it's just some kind of mental. Cl- hiccup
0: right yeah I mean that's that's weird it's one person where it's the whole if the whole team is having problems collectively and they were yeah. 14 of 18 on on Wednesday which is horrible that's fine no that's and doc
1: cool. mentioned the turnovers were much better they only had nine turnovers against Peru State they at Nebraska averaged 14.1 turnovers last year that was last in the Big Ten Jake you can't turn it over 15 times a game and win not for sure for sure in the Big Ten but anyway nine turnovers against Peru State so that's a good start Colorado, 11 a.m. Are you going to the game? I plan on it. Colorado, yeah. 11 a.m. Sunday. Yes, I plan on going. 11 a.m. Sunday. Bright and early. It is part of my
0: plan Okay, to go to the game. Are you going? Unclear. Unclear. Well, yes. oh, I'll try to be there and, and uh, give you the insight you need.
1: Yeah, well, Monday will be a big show.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about Purdue football and Nebraska basketball. Big thanks to Doc, by the way. Yes, I think we'll try to have Doc on again.
1: Yeah, if he'll do it.
0: Yeah, Doc... You're still out there. We'll, uh, we'll have you on anytime you want to come.
1: Yeah, on. we mostly lobbed up softballs.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll go a little harder at Doc next time. <laughs> I want to hear Doc's actual thoughts on the Creighton rivalry. As a former I'm head so coach, I'm surprised here. you didn't ask him. Uh, we had limited it, time. We didn't have, yeah, if we have more time, I will go. And if it's closer to that actual game, I'll, I'll ask Doc. You from, know what else? Now to when he was the actual head coach is a few of that game.
1: You, you, okay, that'd be good. And you know what else is fun to talk to Doc about? He knows football really well. He would have, <laughs>
0: to have a football conversation with he, Doc. He would
1: have football thoughts. Trust me. He's a, he knows football really well. Loves it. I think his dad was a football coach. I could be wrong. I hope you I don't. I just didn't offend the Sadler family.
0: But. Well, again, thank you to Doc yeah, Sadler for joining that. us. He was uh, great. If you missed any of that, it's at the podcast page at theticketfm.com, the early break tab. When we come back, we'll talk football, college football, and NFL with Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports next on Early Break in the Ticket.